Hello everyone, I'm Denise Boggs, and I want to welcome you as we journey together through Healing the Heart. Hello everyone, welcome to Living Waters Ministry. My name is Denise Boggs, and I want to share with you what I've learned over the last 25 or 30 years of helping people work through the pain in their heart. You know, so many people were like me. I didn't know I had so much pain. I, I really didn't. And um, when our healing ministry began, we were pastoring a church, and I was reading in Jeremiah, and my goodness, the Lord apprehended me because he, in Jeremiah 6, 13 and 14, I'll just kind of kind of quote it a little bit, but, well, here we are. It says, from the least of them, even to the greatest of them, from the prophet to the priest, they've dealt falsely with my people. They've only healed my people slightly, and then they say, peace, peace, when there is no peace. Well, that was me. I didn't have peace. I was pastoring, ministering, a wife and mother with three children, and yet I was not in peace. I didn't have that, that continual lingering peace. And I knew there was something, and I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't know what it was till I read that verse. I'd only been healed slightly, slightly. You know, you may have only been healed slightly, you may have gone through hard things, maybe a marriage that failed, maybe ministry hurts. You know, you can be hurt in ministry when you're helping everybody else, and yet you get hurt yourself. You don't even know why, but it's an unhealed area in your heart that gets triggered. And so then the pain of the present seems overwhelming. But I had to learn for myself what this scripture meant. From the prophet to the priest, they've dealt falsely with my people because they've only healed my people slightly, slightly. So I want to share with you today what it means to get healed deeply, a deep healing in your heart. It has to be beyond your thinking it has to be in your deep recesses of your heart where you really get your healing. And you know where you need healing by what causes you to overreact. Yeah. What, what upsets you? What, what causes you to get offended so easily? And then you make decisions out of that offended place because it's an unhealed area in your heart, and the enemy can use that. I want to tell you, you can be called into ministry and leave a position, an assignment, because you're hurting. Somebody hurts you. But what they've done is they've triggered pain from the past, and you define everything around that painful present situation. So I want to, I want to talk to you today about that. Now, I want to give you a little history. And uh, my healing, we were pastoring the church, I said, and then I met the man that wrote this book. I didn't meet him, I met his book. Okay, it's Robert Slairdon. 
God's Generals. I read the book, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. They were only healed slightly. The generals were only healed slightly. Many of them, their lives ended prematurely. Their ministries ended prematurely or marriages, all that. So then God said, all right, now I want you to learn from the generals because I'm sending you to the generals. I'm calling you to minister to the generals of your day. And then I had the privilege of spending time with Robert Schlierden, and we talked about it. We talked about it. He said, oh, the generals needed healing. And the generals of our day need healing. So I don't want you to think that healing is just for somebody sitting on a pew. No. Healing is for all of We all need healing so that we can be the best representation of God and His kingdom in the place He's positioned us. We all have a calling. We all have an assignment, but it's the unhealed areas in our heart that can cut our, shot, our assignment short. It can cut your life short. It can cut your, it, it just, it's so much damage. And, but you know what? Jesus said he came to heal our broken heart and set the captive free. Now, I want to I say that's Luke 4.18. I want to teach you just a minute. Luke 4.18, he came to heal the brokenhearted. Okay, those of you that are listening now, anything that hurt you and broke your heart from the time you were this high, a child, a teenager, a young adult, the pain can hold you captive. The pain of it can hold you captive. And then you try to numb that pain. So the pain still has you captive because the numbing agent can become habitual. It can become a drinking problem, a drug problem. It can become an eating problem. You know, anything we do in excess to numb our pain can become a real problem. But that's not, what the, that's not the root issue. The issue is the pain. We've got to remove the pain from our heart to be free because he came to set the captive free from the pain. So I want to talk to you today. When you come to a Healing the Heart retreat, and I just want to give you just a, a small, small overview of what that would be like so that you will know in your heart if that's something that you need to do. And when we have a retreat, what we start out with is really talking about childhood pain. Childhood pain. And in childhood, when we're so young, our heart is open. Our heart is open to receive. Our heart is open to receive love from our mom and dad. Love is to flow. It flows first from God and then to the parents, and the parents then love one another, it flows between the two, and then out of their overflow, then that pours on to their children. This should be a daily flow. Our home should be a place where love flows. Love flows. It's not conditional. It's not just when mom has a good day or dad has in a good mood. No, it should be a flow. And that's what keeps everyone's heart open to receive. 
But now if mom has a bad day and dad has a bad day at the same time, oh my goodness, that's when harsh words can be spoken. Someone can blow up. Someone can slam the door. Someone walks out and leaves, never comes back. All these things happen. And so if you're living in a home like that when you're a child, then instead of keeping your heart open, you have to, you start closing your heart. You got to protect yourself because you don't know what to do with those feelings. You don't know what to do with it. You know that pain can get buried in childhood. Buried, buried. And David said in Psalms 32, 5, unfolding the past until all is told. And he said in verse 3 of that same chapter that when we kept silent, when he kept silent, he said, my bones were waxing old through the roaring all the day long. So keeping silent, not talking about it, keeping it pressed down, that pain, that hurt, and even the anger that you felt when things happened, you're thinking you're doing the right thing by keeping it pressed down, never talking about it. You know what it's doing? It's damaging your body. The roaring is the restlessness, the roaring. There's no such thing as an unexpressed emotion. It'll come out sideways in your body, causing sickness and disease. I have a book I wrote on that. I spent four years researching submitting all of my teachings to doctors to verify that what I'm saying is accurate. And they said, yeah, they checked off on it. And it's breaking free from sickness and disease by dealing with the pain of your past. Because the pain inside, the unexpressed emotion is stirring. And, it's, and it will, it will create heart problems, <laughs> kidney problems, arthritis problems, varicose veins, dementia, cancer, all kinds of things. So let's pull it back a minute. Do you see now? Healing is so important. David said, search me, God, know my heart, know my heart. You've got to say, Lord, I want to know my heart. I want to know what's in there. I've learned to just numb out. I've learned to numb out. You know, if you, if you grew up in a lot of chaos in your home, growing up, a lot of pain, you had to learn how to cope with it. And one way of coping with it is numbing out, just numbing. Just numb yourself some way so that you don't have to deal with it. You feel it, but you don't want to have to deal with the feelings. So you just, you just shut the feelings down so they don't come out. But that's gonna, they're going to come out internally. Feelings bared alive don't die. They don't die. And that's why we overreact when someone triggers our pain. Something little can trigger your pain. Something so small. Somebody can say, um, why are you wearing your hair that way today? Like your husband could say that, ladies. And you're like, what? Well, if you were criticized for the way you wore your hair growing up, then that's going to trigger you and you're going to overreact. So it's little things today that create big overreactions. 
But you can trace from that overreaction and say, okay, Lord, show me what's the root of it. What is the root of it? Show me the root. Okay. Where there's fruit, overreactions, addictions, all these things that are in your life today, there is a root to it. And listen, Jesus came to heal and set you free so that there's not still a root issue that's producing this bad fruit. He came to heal us and set us free from it. So let's pretend for a few minutes that we're in a healing the heart retreat, okay? The first thing I want you to think about right now, let's say you're, you're listening to me and you say, okay, tell me how to know where the root is. Well, let's go back in time. And I want you to identify a few painful things that happen. And I want you to write them down. Okay? Write them down. Something painful. Dad left. Mom left. Something painful that you never got to talk about. Never got to work through it. And you just thought, well, I got over it. No, you probably didn't if you didn't process it. You didn't get over it. If you didn't release those emotions, those feelings, the hurt, then it's still inside you and that's what gets triggered. And the way I teach it is I go to Matthew 13. I want you to turn with me there a minute, if you will. I'm going to turn. Matthew. And I want you to, I want to share something with you in Matthew it's in verse 13, Matthew 13. And in this parable, Jesus said that it's this parable that gives you understanding to all the other parables, Matthew 13. And I just want to point out a few things that it's the painful things in our life that we never deal with that causes our heart to close. Just closes your heart in that area. You can have a closed heart towards an individual. You can have a closed heart towards family. Family. Just family in general. Because you had such a painful family experience that now you don't even want to get married. You don't even want to have family. Because family's painful. Well, Jesus described the condition of the heart in three ways. And he said that... The condition of the heart. Here we are in, in chapter 13, and it says that, he said, listen carefully. A sower went out to sow. It's verse 3. And seeds, sow seeds in his field. And as he sowed, some fell by the roadside, and some fell on stony ground, and some fell among the thorns. So those are three conditions of the heart that can block the seed, hinder the seed, the Word of God, from taking root in your life. Three things. And so we're going to talk about, in this, in this session, the stony ground. And I have shared about it in, for years now, but I want you to see something here. The stony ground, it says that, that it has no depth of soil. There's no depth there. No depth. And so 
you can be a, a believer, a Christian, but areas where you closed your heart, see, you don't, you're not able to even receive a word from God because the depth in you is not very deep. It's more shallow right there because you closed your heart. You didn't even know it's been closed for 20 years. Closed your heart. So you can't even receive a word about family, what God's calling you to do with your family if you closed your heart to family growing up. Now, Jesus said it's a stony ground. We can have actually a stony heart. Ezekiel 36, 26. Jeremiah, and not Jeremiah, Ezekiel said, I'm going to take the stony heart out and give you a heart of flesh. Well, he'll, he'll take it out, but we have to release it. You've got to let go. You've got to release it. That's what forgiveness is, is releasing. Forgiveness is releasing. But if you've not identified where the stone is, you won't let it go. You won't release it. So we've got to view the pain in a positive way and say, I'm, gonna, I'm going to face my pain. I'm going to face it. I'm going to feel it. And then I'm going to forgive. Face it, feel it, and forgive. Because until you face it, painful childhood, until you let yourself feel it, you don't know where the stone is until you feel it. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. That did hurt. My mom would always yell. She'd always point out everything I'm doing wrong. Yeah, I remember now. Till you, you face it, then you start feeling it. That's where you know the stones are because you're feeling now the hurt and the pain. That's, that's actually your heart's opening up to let the Holy Spirit in so you feel it, so you can forgive it and release it. So as we're dealing with a stony heart, there's another point about it that I want you to see, and that is that even the, the truth of the love of God, may the stones in the heart block that truth as well. God wants you to know how much He loves you, but if you've got stones in the heart, which I did towards my dad, my dad left when I was nine years old, and so I closed my heart. I closed it. And I couldn't even believe the love that God had for me. I couldn't receive it. I couldn't believe it until the stones in my heart began to be removed. So I want to say this to you. If you're hearing this for the first time, you may be thinking, okay, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to work through the pain that I've dealt with. But can I just get it done today and that's it? No, it will be a process. You need to know that. I'm going to tell you, um, in the Bible, David, uh, David, yeah, King David, but we're going to go back to, into his childhood. Jesse knew the prophet of God was coming, and he sent David out to the field to tend sheep. And so the prophet of God, Samuel, had to say, don't you have another son? Don't you have any more son? You know, and, and so his dad, Jesse, didn't call him in. So David probably had a little bit of pain of 
feeling rejection, feeling not good enough, whatever the feelings were at that time. And so David said this in the 23rd Psalm. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. And then he leads me beside still waters so he can restore my soul. He had to focus in on God. Say, God, I know something's wrong here. I need my soul restored. And then he led him beside still waters. That would represent a healing environment. Somebody that's listening right now needs to hear this. You can't heal in turbulence. You've got to take time for healing. Maybe take, take a, a week and, and take a week off work because maybe you've got a turbulent work schedule. Turbulence with a boss. Turbulence. Take a week and say, okay, God, I want to spend this week just seeking you to heal me. So take a week. If it was okay for Dave to say, he makes me lie down, he makes me stop so he can restore my soul, it's okay for you. Because you know what? At the verse 6 of the 23rd Psalm, David said, Now I dwell in the house of the Lord, the house of the Lord forever. You know, Jesse didn't call him into the house when he was 12. But as he spent time with God and went through his healing, now he knew where he dwelt. He knew where he belonged. He belonged in the house of the Lord. He took his rightful place, his position, his true identity, but he had to have his soul, his heart healed and his soul restored. So now I want you to, to take a minute and think, okay, I want to live in my purpose. I want to know my identity. I want to be like King David and dwell in the presence in the house of the Lord forever. Then maybe it's your time for healing. Maybe it's your time for healing. Now we have several options in our ministry. You can come to a Heal in the Heart retreat at our retreat center. It's a quiet, peaceful country dwelling and it's, it's a good place. You can just kind of reflect, go back in time and deal with pain that you've never dealt with. But then there's also books, our books, our resources on our website are designed to help take you through this journey of healing. We have Zoom classes. We have even um, podcasts. We have other th resources to help you go through it. But I just want to encourage you today, take action. God's got a calling for your life. And don't let those unresolved, painful things that happen don't don't just don't keep just avoiding them and trying to turn your head and push the minimize button. If you're having overreactions, if you're getting offended easily, then that lets you know there's a time for healing. God bless you.